What's going on, guys? That's a little bit blurry there. Let's get that fixed right off the bat. Okay, uh, so thank you for joining me. If you are watching this, I highly encourage you to share. I appreciate it. I always appreciate it. It's very, very important to me. And uh, if this helps you, if you hear anything you like, likelihood is or need, um, likelihood is somebody else could use it too. And, um, you know, I don't believe that I'm the one here doing this. Um, I believe that God is just using me as a vessel to help as many people as we can. So um, here I am. And uh, thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> right off the rip, I want to just straight up say I spent a long time begging God or whatever higher power I thought might be up there to get me out of the situations I put myself in. Big no-no. And I want you to understand something, man. If you guys beg God to get you out of a situation that you're in, promising that you're never going to do it again, why would you believe the consequences wouldn't be 10 times harder when you do do it again? If your own kids do something that you're like, don't fucking do that, dog. Don't do that. Don't do that. And they're like, I promise I'll never do it again. Just please don't ground me. And then they go and do it again. Oh, son, it's coming down. And I'm not doing that because I'll, I'll like get off on fucking with my kid or grounding them or something like that. I'm doing it because I'm teaching them something. And as it turns out, turns out like consequences are like probably the best way to have people learn stuff. Um, and consequences are good and bad. So when you do good, you get good. When you do bad, you get bad. Period. That's, that is what it is. But um, what, that, that's a little bit beside the point. What I really want to get down to today is that I think a lot of people misunderstand the word faith. Um, faith is believing in something without needing to see outward evidence of that thing. And I want to apply that to like faith in the future you have, faith in the, the visions that God is providing to you, faith in the things that you want to have in your life. But we need to be patient in this stuff here. And this is something that I always struggle with. I'm always like, do, 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 get, 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 want it to get there. I'm done. I don't want to wait. But, um, I highly believe that I'm being called into some, some life like changes that are going to be so powerful. It's going to be insane when it happens. But what I trust is, is that in the meantime, I'm going to stay in position. I'm going to keep doing the right thing. And I'm going to let God marinate me into exactly who I need to be. Because I've also learned that sometimes when you're begging for God to give you that thing that you want so bad and you get it, it crushes you because you weren't prepared for it. You will never maintain any level of success that you desire without having a equivalent level of understanding and maturity. It is not possible. That's why lottery winners go broke and die. That's why people, when they come into, especially addicts come into a big sum of money, don't get their life together, they die. <coughs> Please hear me on this one. And in the meantime too, we also need to stop Stop doing something that's very powerful because, again, I believe that God responds to faith, okay? Faith being, uh, here, here being an example, that you keep doing something. Obviously, you believe something's going to happen. And um, I believe, again, too, like we were saying, faith is action in the face of not having direct evidence that it's going to just be there, okay? So as we're walking through that process... We have to consider, if we're consistently putting action in something that's messing our lives up, why would we expect to get different results? 
I personally don't believe that God responds to begging, especially when you have willfully and knowingly been messing yourself up. It's not like any of us can sit down and say, I didn't know any better. Of course you did, dog. How am I going to look at anybody in the face and say, I didn't know smoking crack was going to be bad? Really? <laughs> really? You're going to tell me that like you didn't know that was going to be bad? So did you do something? Speak up. I, when I'm done with this. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give it to you in a second. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> um, and train of thought there. Um, and so, like, a big thing people talk about nowadays, too, is, like, manifestation. Um, they're like, oh, I'm going to manifest this, and I'm manifesting all this stuff. Well, I think mis people misunderstand that. Like, the idea that if you just want something bad enough or that you think about it, it comes into being... It seems like there's some coincidences like that. If you know me, I don't believe in coincidences. But what I do believe is that faith applied always succeeds. Let me that bears repeating. Let me let me say that again. Faith applied always succeeds. If you have true faith, something will come to fruition. Well, you're going to act on it, right? So like Let's just say for sake of example, I want to build a canoe, right? I have faith that I can build this canoe. I don't have no plans. I don't have no information. I never built no canoes before. I don't have wood. I don't have tools, whatever. But I believe I can do it. So with, with God's blessing, I'm going to just say that real quick. But to, to go off and build this dream of making a canoe, I go and I start researching it. I learn about it. I go off and I find the tools I'm going to need to get. And I buy the tools I'm going to need to get. And then along the way, I jack up some of the pieces and I have to go buy more stuff. And then along the way, I make some more mistakes and I have to buy some more stuff. But <clears throat> in the process, I understand that there's going to be mistakes made, that it's not going to be a perfect process, but the end result is going to be what I want and what I believe that vision that God is supplying me because I'm going to just execute, execute, execute until I get it. So you could say that that's faith applied. If you just have, I have faith it's going to work out, that's not how faith works. That's not how it works. Faith works specifically in action because saying I have faith that my situation is going to improve and then doing nothing to improve it is essentially saying, God, clean up my fucking mess. I don't have the time. Bye. How would that make you feel? <laughs> how would that make you feel? All right. So I believe very, very powerfully that if you pray for things that you would like to have happen and then put in the work, those people show up. And I know because I watch it happen all the time. I said those people because I was thinking of an example of my own life. But the things that you're looking to have happen will show up. I've been recently praying for more spiritual guidance, for more men that share my faith to appear in my life, and more businessmen that are also sharing my faith so I would have people that I could have a sounding board off of to be able to talk to about the things that are going on in my life and to be able to get that, in my opinion, much needed and very much desired input and advice from people who have been there, who have been there when war jumped off and was ready to fight and knew how to fight those spiritual battles. And crazy enough, after, after praying for those things, and I wrote them down because I'm very serious about those prayers, I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just start talking to people more often. I'm going to just be willing to be open about it. And so I started posting on my Facebook about it and asking who else out there shared their faith. And crazy enough, a bunch of tattooers showed up. Yep, me too, dog. 
Let's talk sometime. A few people from my church whom I have massive amounts of respect for, including my pastors. Hey, dog, obviously me. Come on now. And then right after that, people just came out of the woodwork left and right. Hey, man, um, we'd like you to like help with this thing over here. And, I, I, you know, do you do graphic design? I was like, dog, come on now. Look at me. Of course I do. And it was like legitimately like it was 100%. And I believe this that because I started putting the action in, I started looking for those people getting outside of myself and even taking some action that was very uncomfortable for me, like approaching people whom I don't have like a strong connection with. And in some cases I've had like, I don't, I wouldn't say enmity, but just like a difficult time vibing with, like just the vibe was, did not seem like it matched up. So I was just like, mm, well, thanks. But I started approaching some of those people and being willing to get outside of myself. And like, even in some cases going and praying for people in, in my church who it was like, they were like, hey, we're here to prayer team. If you need prayers, come on up. And I'm like, I'm going to go and pray for them, actually. I'm going to get outside of myself. I'm going to quit asking everybody else for everything. I'm going to quit asking God for everything. And I'm going to walk up there and I'm going to say, hey, man, I feel like God's putting on, on my heart to pray for you. And I'm not saying that because I was just like, I'm going to go be nice. I literally felt that. I felt like I was being called to do that. And I've been learning really heavily to follow those little moments of intuition. You know, it's been crazy powerful for me. The last 48 hours, the last week of spiritual experiences has been unreal, unreal. Okay. And here's the thing, man, I want to do this speaking business. It's so important to me. I believe that's a vision put on my heart from God, but I just felt like I, I, I hit such a plane, such like a flat moment. And I was like, what do I do? I'm plateaued here. I'm just I'm dying. I'm just making me crazy. And I had some great, like great openings in my mind and stuff like that. When we went to the Eric Thomas, uh, excuse me, we went to the Eric Thomas conference. He's also a Christian businessman and a speaker. Learned some amazing things in that process. And I came back totally rejuvenated, ready to start attacking it again. But I realized in that process, because there was a moment where he's like, hey, if anybody wants to come up and ask some questions, we're having a little panel, jump on up, run over there. And I, I was like, I definitely want to do that. But then I was like, what am I going to ask him? And I started second guessing myself. And I really felt the call for my spirit to go do that. And so I looked down at Lacey and I was like, should I? Like, what is a good question? And she's like, go, babe, go. And so I was like, boom. And I ran across there. I got in line. But here's the thing. I second guessed it. I second guessed it. And because I second guessed it, I literally waited in line until there was one more person ahead of me and they just dismissed us all. <laughs> now, I'm not upset about that. I was a little bit bummed out at the time. But um, the lesson I learned from that is 10 times more powerful than any, any question that they could have answered for me. And that was that when you feel your conscience tugging on you to do something, you need to fucking do it. That's the authentic voice of God. And your vision is too important. The future life that you could have for you, your family, your legacy, your grandchildren, and so on and so forth is so fucking important that even a second, a, a millisecond of second guessing whether or not it's possible or whether or not you should be fucking doing it can absolutely drive a huge wedge in between that and what you're looking to do. In fact, I, I can't, those words came to me because recently I was praying and I like to write my prayers. It's just a very powerful experience to me because I hate writing. Like I really do. But because I'm doing something I don't really feel like doing, I'm taking the time to really just pour out my heart and my feelings to my creator. I feel like it just hits different when you go and do something that's in fucking convenient and that you don't really care much to do in order to have that relationship. Because I mean, with your significant other, you really want to see a test of how, 
how much that person loves you, look at how they treat you when it's inconvenient and they're in a bad mood. <laughs> or look at how they treat you when, when what you're asking them to do isn't really within their like, realms of wanting to fucking do it at that moment. And you'll really quickly see how committed somebody is to something. Luckily enough, I've learned that with my relationship with Lacey, exactly how awesome that is because we're always trying to get that shit done like that. We're trying to show each other, hey, you know what? Convenience don't matter. It's us. I got you. Let's do this. And I, that's one of my favorite experiences here. But that's taught me a lot even alongside of that, man. It's fucking powerful. But as I'm writing, okay, as I'm writing, I'm like, God, tell me some more things that I need to know. Please Help me see the actions I need to take and the mindsets I need to have and the type of man I will need to be in order to have the life and the blessings that I believe are already on their way. Who do I have to be to receive those blessings and not have them crush me? Who do I have to be to be able to carry the responsibility of those blessings and not drop them? Think about that. Think about that. If, if God blesses you with something and you are so weak that you can't carry that responsibility and you drop it and tarnish it, what are you telling God? <laughs> that you're not ready for it and you don't really want it all that bad. He'll take it right back. So one of the things that came to me, and I shared one of them the other week, but um, this one was really powerful to me. It was like, Justin, you need to stop second guessing yourself. You need to start taking the actions and doing the things on the fucking spot. I have good, like, dude, like, I wish, I don't know if you guys can see my scalp, but it is covered in goosebumps right now. Um, and, and then it was followed up with the path to the life and the dream that I'm supplying you and to the person that I see you as is so narrow that any deviation of any kind from that path will drive a wedge between you and that goal. You will not be able to live this life, this beautiful vision, and I already have an amazing, beautiful life. Do not get me wrong. But this beautiful vision of how your life could become, what it could be, how much more beautiful, how much more impactful most of all, how much more I'm able to display the glory of God to other people and help other people find their faith, which is basically the greatest purpose I could possibly imagine. But the path to that future is so narrow that any deviation of any kind from that path will, will not get you what you're looking for. And I believe, again, faith applied is a perfect example of that. If you believe that that thing, that vision, that life, that future is yours, why would you second guess it? Why would you look at God in the face and say, no, you got it wrong, bro. I'm not tough enough. <laughs> what? And then take that a step further. If you do believe it's possible, if it is that important to you, why would you deviate? Because then you're saying, I do want it. I love it, but I really don't want it bad enough to, to make the changes in my life and to do the things and to do the difficult stuff that really is going to matter for that. And so wrapping that up all the way around, I keep saying this, and I, I don't say this because I'm saying that like being emotional, having feelings, sharing those feelings, being a tender person, being compassionate or soft, I think those are actually very fucking hard things. I think that it's very difficult for people to display real emotions and not have it be a victimhood emotion. That's different. <laughs> different topic, though. But I don't believe that anything that is important in life will ever come soft. I don't think anything that is important in life will ever come easy. And I think if it's easy, it's easy come, easy go. 
And I think that the things that are difficult are the most important parts of your life. I would go so far as to say that everything you know that you avoid without fail are the exact doorways to get to where you want to go. And I think that if you take a moment to consult your conscience and really ask yourself that and to ask God that you will see without a shadow of a doubt that that is 100% true. Example, I was up late last night. <laughs> I knew I should have been in bed already. I was up late last night. Not happening tonight. And I was like, you know what? When my alarm went off, I was like, I don't need to go to the gym at 5 o'clock this morning because there's no school. So I don't have to wake up and take the kids. I can sleep in and do it later. Well, guess what? 9.30 rolls around. I wake up. We still got up. We still did the things we needed to do. I still went and paid rent. I still did all the things that we needed to do. But, but... There's some other stuff that we, we could have gotten done. There's some things that I could have accomplished if I had already been up and running and not burned up those hours of sleep. Now, that's not judging other people and that's not casting judgment on anybody else. But I'm going to be honest that I felt it in my conscience so clearly that it was like God just reached down and was like, Hey, hey, bro, you know when you thought earlier on that you can just sleep in and, and then what really actually happened was the first thought was like, Get up, bro. And then the second thought was like, eh, it ain't that big of a deal. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a, a huge deal. <laughs> because I'm not going to bless the, the type of things that you have in your life to somebody who doesn't even have the character to keep his word to him fucking self. Think about that. And so I'm being... I'm super vulnerable to you right now. And I've tried so hard not to swear this whole time. There's one of them, but um, I'm not going to bless all. I'm not going to put all those things on somebody who I know will drop it because you can't even wake up at the time that you've told yourself you're going to wake up. This is another perfect example. It's like people like, man, I want to lose weight. What do I do to lose weight? We all know it's not a question. But in the meantime, if you're letting food just annihilate you. If you're letting food, if you're getting in the ring with food and food is just knocking you down, TKO, 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 how are you going to get other stuff that you want? If you're letting something so simple like myself as a wake up time mess with your program, how are you going to maintain the things that you really want? Like you're, Justin, you're asking for some pretty big blessings, bro. And I'm going to give them to you. But I need you to know that you need to be that person before they're going to arrive. And that's been one of the hardest lessons for me because I always thought if I just dreamed at it hard enough and I worked hard enough that it was going to work. But really, truly, hard work is not the solution. Character is always a solution because character includes hard work. And so I'm going to make another statement here to you guys today and I'm going to make another promise to myself and I'm going to continue understanding that the path will not be perfect. Much like the canoe I was talking about earlier, me struggling me failing along the way is part of the process, but it's only a failure if I break that part of the canoe board, to use the metaphor again, and I just put it in the fucking canoe any mm, close. I break that part of the canoe board and just slap it on there anyway and make a leaky canoe because I don't feel like fixing it. I'm going to make a canoe that's going to sink and now I'm swimming back to the edge of the pond or the lake or the river or whatever you're in. So, you know, forgiving yourself because thank God... My Savior, my, my God, allows me to make mistakes, teaches me the lesson, and then helps guide me to where I need to be. And it's so consistent, it's unreal. It's every time. I, there's nothing in life more consistent than God's guidance. I, I challenge you to find that. 
And so as I'm doing that, I understand that it's okay to struggle sometimes. It's okay to drop the ball. It's not okay not to pick it back up. So that vision that you have, that life that you want, that clean time that you may want, that anything that you're looking to find in your life that you feel compelled to chase, there's going to be failures, but you are not allowed. I command in Jesus Christ's name that you do not keep dropping it and leaving it on the ground no more. This is the end, guys. We're not going to keep playing these games with our future. It's too important. And I love you guys too much not to say these things. I love you guys too much and I love God too much not to sit down here and tell you that I'm not perfect and that I make mistakes, but it's not okay to keep making the same mistake over and over and over again because then it's no longer a mistake. It's a character flaw. I love all you guys. I hope you have a great day. My kid was just bugging me. It was probably 10 minutes ago. This has been a long one. Um, wondering what time we're going to go home, but it's about time for me to wrap this up anyway. Again, love you all. I hope you have a great day. Pick it up and chase that stuff.